from Grunball. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Pre-race interviews here with Alden Baker, the one and only. Alden, uh, it's been a successful season so far. A couple of your guys up on the podium, and uh, if not for some uh, some lackluster starts, you'd have a, another guy probably nipping at their heels. Uh, tell us about your year so far and what you've uh, what you've brought to these guys' uh, your 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 athletes' programs new for 2017. Well, I mean, you know, we all know that you've you've got to be able to go the distance. You've got to have speed. Um, so I think the biggest thing that we've been focusing on is, is, you know, obviously the overall fitness and being able to be fast for the distance of the races. Um, but they're just trying to bring up that intensity. You know, we know the competition every year, it's stepping up and that initial intensity part of things are always improving. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why starts are so critical right now because Absolutely. everyone is really, you know, have a good pace. So what I've been working and it's good to have such a good group, the three of them where we've been trying to sort of you know push each other in a way that 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 sort of pace becomes sort of normality and that's been the goal is to say okay how can we improve the 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 pace and that intensity um yeah with obviously being safe but where that becomes more of a a, a normality for us so yeah i think it's been a good start to the season and obviously we know that you know getting out there in the beginning is important i think everyone's trying to do that um but you know, you've you've got to be there to 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 win the race. So uh, you know, obviously, yeah, I think Kenny in the first race got out really good, clean, and, and got away, and we couldn't he quite. He also got past know, that Alessi situation faster, faster than, than and that's the thing, you know, and it's it's that it's sort of so. Right you, well, that's a, that's exactly right. So you know, I would look at it if we can be you know in in the ball game, especially on 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 those fast laps, and be consistent. And then it is weekend by weekend, and you got to focus on every weekend being a new weekend, a new track, and a new, uh, you know, a new deal on how do you go out there and put your best foot forward, and, and that's all that I can hope with the guys. But they're all healthy, and they all, I feel, you know, have the right qualities. They've they put in the work, and now it's just really that race craft that we got to work on, you know, every weekend, and then during the week we analyze a little bit and, and cover our bases and move on. The weather has clearly thrown some uh, curveballs your way as far as uh, training with, uh, with, with these athletes. Um, how do you maximize these rain days and make sure that uh, they're, they're in tip-top shape come Saturday? Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one because obviously if the tracks get ruined and they can't really ride, you know, I have to change up the training. And, and you know, we still try and cover our bases and keep, you know, uh, training when, you know, obviously indoor spinners or, you know, step climbers and, rowers obviously but uh it it has been tough but i think everyone's in the same boat so uh we're fortunate that 
you know, the Husky has a track, Husqvarna plus KTM. So we between the two, we normally can get something out of it, and, and we've it, it's been actually good. We've made it work so far. Um, obviously, we're concerned for this next week, but you know what? We'll deal with that on Monday and, and have to change the plan up. And if that's what we do, then, then then we will. But it's it's nothing really critical at this point. You know, as long as we are keeping ourselves loose and covering our bases as good as we can, that's that's all you can really do. Um, I made mention to Marvin during his pursuit first pre-race interview that uh, his body physiology has kind of changed or he's kind of like his uh, um, his body makeup is so, so, so quite changed from his his first year on 250s a couple of years ago uh, what have you been working on with him to uh, basically put some man strength on him because uh, he's uh, he's a pretty slight individual you know it's not often that I get a, an athlete that there are where I'm trying to put weight on yeah. I've always dealt with you know where you've got to get a little bit leaner mm. so which is it, it's actually good but but he man he's you know he's genetic makeup that he's a lean guy um, and the thing is with all the amount of cardio and the riding you know it's hard to try and actually build up muscle I mean if we didn't do all that and you just worked out in the gym and ate a lot you you know you would build up but the, you know with everything put together um, but overall his strength has improved I mean we, we are you know working as good as we can with the amount of time that we have and also during the week you can't get stupid especially with strength training um, but uh, he's definitely he's got stronger and the other thing, too, is, you know, you need a certain amount of strength, but you also got to really be light on the bike and fit on the bike and move well on the bike, and I think that's one of his positives. You know, like, yeah, he may not be the heaviest guy out there, but he sure can move well on the bike, and, and uh, our, our deal is, I think, to use his strengths uh, that he has to help him perform on the weekends, and uh, I think we're there, you know, and obviously we still analyse every, every week and try and improve in areas that, that we can. Um, as far as the athletic ability or maybe uh, um, just physically gifted, wh- wh- which one of your athletes now and even in past years has been the most gifted to uh, just basically be in your program and be like a duck in water? Well, I mean, that's always such a hard one to ask because, you know, each guy has strengths and weaknesses of their own. And I, you know, and I can't really say, well, heck, I've had, had the greatest you know, sort of of every guy. I think every guy has had challenges. I mean, have I had riders that have been super talented for sure? And, but then you need a little bit more than that. You know, the talent's important, but then there, you know, is there the great work ethic? Is it, you know, does a guy have a problem with trying to keep weight down? Uh, Are there strengths? So I can't, no one comes to mind that, that, oh, just the ultimate guy. It's, no, every one of them has had to actually work on, on maintaining and gaining strengths, really. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I can say. So, yeah, and also the errors change, the competition change, the barks change. Two strokes, so, four strokes. Yeah, so really to us, oh, that was, you know, obviously the longest guy that I was with was obviously Carmichael. Yeah. And, um, you know, we saw a lot of changes in him, and, and that was an amazing time, and he dominated for, for quite a while. So if you go over a, a huge period, but, you know, times have changed now, and, and, and it's... It's, there's a lot of you know good riders and good talent that we've got to beat now, so it's different. Fair enough. Well, you were used to looking eye-to-eye with Ricky. Is this the tallest group of riders you've ever been with? Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> I think especially, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Marvin's about the closest to, yeah. to me in a, in yeah. a way, He's but yeah. six feet tall. But, but that's the thing. It's, yeah. it, it does seem that this generation is a little bit more taller, and uh, yeah. which ain't a bad thing, I tell you, especially no. in the whoops, eh, yeah, where, you know, I've dealt with shorter guys that, uh, yeah. they, you know, that was, and that's the thing, you know, with certain genetics, there are positives, but there's also negatives in, in other areas, and it, the key is to get 
the good things to work well for you. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I appreciate the time, man. Let's go hey, walk the track. Thank you. Hey, I'm with you. Thank you. Pre-race interviews here from Anaheim 2 with none other than the number four, Blake Baggett. Blake, uh, an eventful main event for you last week. Bounced back here. Uh, the track's been covered. We've had some, some rain, but uh, the sun's shining right now. Got to be feeling good rolling into uh, third race of the year. Yeah, no, definitely uh, excited. Last weekend had a few few problems and uh, just didn't get it done. So uh, definitely excited to, uh, to regroup and first two have been tough but uh speed's there and just need to uh to keep it on two wheels so tonight just going to uh try to you know keep it consistent get it in the main event and uh see what we can do see what you can make happen honestly uh, and this is uh kind of throughout all of the the media was talking about in anaheim one was the best you've looked on a supercross track minus uh daytona uh in just about ever uh, what what's been the key for you to kind of flip the switch and uh really find your stride as far as supercross goes this year uh, I definitely think it has to do with, you know, the team and the bike. And, uh, you know, the bike is just, it's that good. So uh, it just makes me uh, feel comfortable and it brings comfort in areas that I, you know, normally didn't have comfort or ever have had comfort. So just uh, been working hard on uh, getting the bike dialed in for me. And it's awesome bike. Just trying to get more race time on it. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to it and you start pushing it, I- I've made little mistakes and that's hurt us the first two rounds. So just got to be uh, consistent. And, yeah, I think... Uh, I think we got something for the guys this year. Uh, is there any chance that you're able to get a still image of uh, before you ended up off the back of the motorcycle for a maybe a Wheelie Wednesday post this week? <laughs> I'm sure there's one or two out there, but uh, yeah, it was definitely. Uh, what happened there? It was eventful to uh, to loop it out on national TV. So just uh, looked like the rear wheel was spinning before the gate dropped. Yeah, I, I had some issues going on, but uh, just just an air. So just made an air and. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> you got girled, man. But uh, you take it all in stride. I really I appreciate that. How cool was it that uh, Seat Concepts was able to hook you guys up with uh, actual uh, marine mater- marine uh, fatigue material in your seat for last week? That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Those guys uh, go above and beyond every weekend, and uh, you know, they they have the best products. So they're uh, they're willing to do whatever it takes, and they're uh, they're definitely showing it. So definitely. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to get a seat for a motorcycle and you're uh, you're not going to run the stock one, then uh, that's definitely the place to be. And they're willing to do you know any custom thing you could ever think of, and uh, and they're willing to do it for the public as well, which is cool. So obviously, being out here for Supercross, uh, you probably spend a good amount of time in California. When uh, when was the last time you were back at El Chupacabra Ranch, and uh, what do you look to uh, further develop that thing uh, as the years go forward? Uh, definitely haven't been there in a while. Been out here, uh, you know, getting ready for Supercross. But Missing as it. soon as it goes East Coast, we'll uh, we'll be back there and uh, you know get the Supercross tracks all tuned up and ready to go. And then uh, you know, of course, get some outdoor testing in before outdoors comes, and and then uh, be there the whole outdoor season. So definitely, just uh, still working on it. Uh, but you know, just I'm doing it to uh, to better myself and my career. And uh, you know, if, uh, if people want to come in and uh, and train there as well, then you know, take advantage of it. Looks like you're gelling with the team pretty well. Uh, smiling ear to ear pretty much every time I see you. What's been the key to that? Uh, definitely just uh, a good environment, you know. Um, uh, some teams have different ways of thinking, but uh, I definitely think that everybody here understands each other. And, uh, you know, the goal is to, uh, to put these bikes up front. And, you know, Rocky Mountain's huge behind all of us and the whole team. And their, uh, their goal is to, uh, to make sure that, you know, good advertising. Right on, man. Well, you're looking good in the fly stuff. I really appreciate you giving me some time. Yeah, thank you. 
Big MX pre-race interviews here with uh, Marvin Muskan, the 25 machine. Mar- Marvin, rolling into round three here. What uh, what was your week like? Uh, it was a really good week. We knew it was going to rain, so we got the riding done. Uh, you know, the for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, yeah, it was great. Just uh, the last two days with no no riding, but we expected it, and because uh, of the rain, so no, everything is good. You know, we. Uh, uh, we have uh, Alvin Baker here in California with uh, with me and uh, and for Ryan also and Jason. So everything is going well and uh, we're doing the work and uh, trying to be consistent during the week, uh, during uh, weekends too, during race day. And uh, so far it's going pretty good. Uh, you'd mentioned obviously we had two days of rain and uh, off the bike. Uh, how do you mo- maximize your time during those days, uh, whether it be training or uh, or, or just uh, a little bit of relaxation, uh, a little bit of a heavy workload earlier in the week? Um, I mean, like I said, we have Alden, and Alden is uh, taking care of the program, and he knows exactly uh, the amount of uh, cardio uh, we have to do and to keep it sharp and be consistent. So I just listen to Alden, and uh, we do the work together. Actually, during uh, the week here in California, which is uh, which is good, and uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, we've done some good, like I said, good riding for three days and before the rain, and then when we can't ride, we do some cardio, and uh, but. It's all about being being consistent and not trying to do anything stupid, but at the same time, not not to relax too much. No longer a rookie in the 450 class. Uh, you look like you've managed the bike quite well and adjusted some of the, your, your technique from last year or even the year previous to, to, to really find a home on this bike. What are some of the things that you had to work on uh, technique-wise to become more comfortable in the 450? Well, I think it comes with uh, experience, with... Uh, uh, Body strength too. I think I'm a little bit better than last year, and um, and some details on the bike, uh, the position of the bike, the, the suspensions, the the softness of the bike, or stuff like that. You gotta adapt to to the rider and to the weight of the rider and all that, and the technique. So everything is going really well. I mean, the off season was awesome, and uh, end of uh, 16, and and I'm I'm carrying to uh, to the new season right now, and I'm looking forward for good battles uh, with the top guys. And like you said, I'm not a rookie anymore, and and I wanted to show the, the people that I'm, you know, capable, and that's what I did for the first two rounds so far. Awesome, man. I really appreciate you giving me some time today. Sorry? I said I appreciate you giving me some time. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, we actually have some, you know, time. I mean, we had track walk at 11, and, I mean, rider meeting at 11 and track walk at 1. One so o'clock. I, yeah, so it's a long, I mean, quite a long break, so we're going to do some autographs now for the fans and before track walk and, uh, you know, do some practice, and we'll see how, how the track is, but uh, I'm sure tonight is going to be good because of the sun and track crew are going to work on the track so it's going to be nice if, it, if it's muddy out there does that something that kind of falls into your strengths or uh, no oh, I don't think so I just go out there and ride and um, same for everybody maybe other guys are better in the mud than, you than others the mud last week yeah I did I did I, I, yeah big puddle and, uh, but I was like uh, it doesn't matter I got to go through that to, to, to make my way uh, back to the track <laughs> well I really appreciate you giving me some time thanks again yeah thank you guys Big MX pre-race interviews, Alex Ray walking away with a smile on his face. But standing here with uh, RJ, Rick Johnson, working with the, the Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team. Just finished track walk. Beautiful day here in Anaheim, too. Uh, RJ, we were looking at possibly a mud race, but uh, as far as the lime's concerned, we're look, I'm standing on firm ground, and, uh, and, and you just finished track walk with these guys. What's it like working with these young men? 
Well, I'm excited because I, you know, we talked about it before that I worked with Scott Champion when he, when he was 16. He just got on 125s. So I hadn't worked with him in a long time. And then working, uh, you know, is Chris Aldridge just listen to this, get well soon. You know, we, we had some good stuff going on, but then he got hurt on a practice crash. But John John Ames has, has did, did a great job for us qualifying and, and all the different stuff. So throwing that young man, you know, 19-year-old kid out there, he listens well. He's got a great family support, and uh, we, we expect big things. And what I mean by big things is that I want to crawl, walk, run with these guys. That you know, my goal for them tonight is to, to both make it out of the heat races because they were both fast enough last week. Mm-hmm. You know, John, champion had a crash, had to come from the last chance. But I want to get better gate picks so that they can get into the top ten and then race. Uh, once, because once you get there, then you start to learn the holes that you have. So. Um, I'm making a short story long, but I'm enjoying working with him. I'm enjoying the enthusiasm of Steve, the owner. He's, he's, he hasn't been around this forever, so he's not this crabby old guy. He's excited. He's enthusiastic. Same with his wife, Amy, and kids. And working with Scott Steffi, who, you know, we lined up against each other way back in the day. Um, it's, kind, it's kind of cool. So it's, it's a refreshing look, but it's not uh, a view from the top at this point. Uh, how do you get these kids to kind of calm down a little bit and maybe uh, stop looking at the bright lights and realize there's a job to be done here? And uh, they, ha- although they're extremely talented, there's a ton of room for improvement, and uh, and and it's up to you, I guess, to kind of point them in the right direction. Well, and that's the thing is that you just have to say what are our realistic goals and and not put too much pressure on them because you know they're they're here, they're under a tent, they got great bikes. Go get them, champ. All right. Um. And so with that being said, is you, you, you let my job is to let them know that I'm here to help them and support them, not to put pressure on them. Um, using any knowledge that I have, if it's from the past or from watching current the current guys out there, which that's where I pull most of my knowledge from, um, is just know that they got a support team and win, lose, or draw, we're going to be there. And, of course, we want them to do well. But, hey, this is racing, and you're looking at the best of the best. When it comes to Supercross, there's nobody better out here. This this West Coast lights is tough. East Coast is going to be tough and all the different stuff. But all in all, they just have to relax. As you said, relax is the key. And just ride. Just do what you do, and it will all fall into place. Well, I really appreciate the time, my friend. You have yourself a great rest of your day. Sounds great, man. Looking looking, uh, looking forward to it, and keep it up there, eh? Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, E. <laughs> See you later, man. Big MX pre-race interviews here with uh, none other than Wilbur, Will Hahn. Uh, Will, we understand that you uh, attempted to uh, sign yourself up for the KJSC. Although you met the height requirement, uh, they, 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 they cut your legs out from any of the, the you scored way too many points uh, at Loretta's. So um, tell us a little bit about your week so far and your new role with Geico. Uh, it's going good so far. Uh, it's been fun. I've been doing a lot of testing. Trying to help with any. On yeah, yeah, I've been doing uh, quite a bit of riding still. Um, surprisingly, like you know, more than I even thought, which is what yeah. I'm happy about. Uh, so staying in it, staying in shape, having fun, and trying to help these guys with any input that I possibly can. Absolutely. Um, obviously, like if, if you would have been in the KGSC, it would have been on a Honda with the uh, the graphics. Uh, what was the game plan there, and uh, why didn't it work out? Uh, they looked at my ID and the fact that I'm 27 now. Uh, it kind of automatically lets me out, even though, like you said. I do fit the perfect height for a 50. It just didn't work out. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, um, obviously working with these young kids, what kind of stuff can you bring to them on a, uh, an experience point of view? Obviously, you're, you're a veteran in the sport. Uh, you've, you've been through uh, every single scenario, whether it be a factory team, full-blown privateer, or uh, one of those satellite teams. Uh, what kind of 
advice can you give them week to week and uh, basically on their preparation as well? I just think help them through the times that, you know, obviously I went through that don't work and help you through the times that do work. You know, it's just experience and being there and doing it and uh, years of, yeah, like you said, being on both sides of it, you kind of know the ins and the outs and uh, the what not to do's. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, um, obviously, you'd mentioned uh, in previous interviews that you might do some one-off races here and there. Uh, What's kind of on the calendar for you on the bike-wise? Right now, there isn't one. Um, I wouldn't mind throwing in a red bud or something like that, but that'd be about it. Uh, Right now, there is uh, nothing planned. I'd like to do the 125 race up with Shugel. I think that'd be cool to do. But other than that, just keep helping these guys test and help these guys uh, hopefully progress and then start focusing on the amateurs here coming up pretty soon. How's the body feeling? Ah, good. I'm in a good spot. I think there's some stuff I need to get done still just to make myself back to normal, but uh, for the most part, it's nice being healthy. Fair enough. Uh, I am from Canada. Any chance we see you up there for 10 weekends a year? Ah, no. (laughs) No, just being honest, uh, no, I'm not going to, you know, I won't commit to a series or anything like that. It's just something that I know I can't do, and and obviously there's a reason why I took this job, but yeah. Fair enough. When was the last time you had your braces tightened? Uh, Three days ago. How's that feeling? Like... Like you would imagine it would. Like shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate the time, my friend. We'll let you catch up with your team. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, bro. Have a good one. Absolutely.